0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special edition tonight of the Bill Brasky Fatcast. Tonight on the show, we have the 2021 Year of Our Lord State of the Union from Thomas Meadows. We're also joined by G.N.R. Lyers. G.N.R. Lyers, how are you tonight, sir?
1: Very well tonight. Sure. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to the show.
0: Absolutely, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, no further introduction needed. But I'm going to give you one anyways.
2: <laughs>
0: the man who's here to bring us freedom and the message. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Meadows. Tommy, how are
3: you? Hey, man. What's up? Thanks for having me. Of course. How are you
0: doing today, sir? How is the uh, maskless zombie world treating you? What's what's going on in your world?
3: Uh, busy, man. Fucking busy. I was on vacation all last week, and now I'm back, and it's a pain in the ass. Where'd you go? Ah, uh, Michigan. Michigan. Michigan, Flint, Michigan. Yeah.
1: Did you light the water on fire?
3: Uh, I don't think it's flammable. I think it's poison, ain't it? Right. <laughs>
0: now, when you were in Flint, did they defund all the police in Flint?
3: Um, no, they didn't. Actually, I think the—if I remember right—the mayor is a Democrat, but I think he was pro-Trump.
0: A, a Democrat that's pro-Trump. Yeah, wow, it's like the 90s all over again.
3: Yeah, he's one. I think he's one of the few that came out as, like, pro-Trump during the election time. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Now, is there more shame these
0: days coming out being pro-Trump than it is coming out of the closet, you would say? Oh, fuck yeah, man. You know like, that. Do you, do you think there's a more... Uh, how do I say this? A more... Uh, disrespect. A more... Uh, frustration towards the person because they're a Trump supporter than if they were uh, you know, a homosexual?
3: Oh, uh, no, definitely. You know, my honest opinion is I don't think people even give a shit if people are gay at this point. Maybe 20 years ago it was kind of a big deal, but now I don't think people even give a shit. In fact, I think most people don't even want to hear about it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that's I
1: think exactly you're you're spot on with that. I don't nobody gives a fuck anymore. And there's there's no reason to keep bringing it up anymore because nobody gives a fuck, and it's 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 just annoying everybody with everything that they they feel the need to to, to just bring it out. Hey man, it's cool. Get over it. We did.
3: There's a there's a chick I went to high school with, and uh, you know I'm a, I was a little bit of a creep, you know. You look at her Facebook, you know, everyone does this shit. But she had, like, a point that she's bi on her Facebook. Like, what's the point of even bringing that up? That's
0: to attract more men by saying she's a whore and you might have a chance of a threesome. So if the girl, let's say, is not very pretty and she's got a few extra pounds on her, you look at her and go, well, there's a chance she might eat another chick's pussy as I'm drilling her. So she gets a few more points on the potential date list. I think that's why they do it.
3: Yeah. But, I mean, like, saying her – like, a chick saying that she's bi is not even fucking – it's just a waste of breath, honestly
1: it's a complete waste of breath I agree with you there, There's, it, it brings absolutely nothing to the conversation it's it's an afterthought and everybody feels that their opinion is the best opinion and their their views are the best views and that their views should be heard nobody gives a fuck man nobody gives a fuck just get over it
3: yeah I mean, it's just, I mean a, lot of, a lot of these conversations are like 20 years ago easily 20 years ago. Now it's just kind of, oh, it's just
0: fucking annoying though. Well, I just don't think it should be a problem where like, you know, here's the deal. If you want to take a shit in the same restroom as me, I don't care if you got lady parts or man parts. Now, if it's such a big thing that a guy really wants to go take a shit in the ladies room. Hey, God bless him. Let him go in there. Let him call himself. I don't know. Rebecca. I don't give a flying fuck. Uh,
3: we're talking about the trainees. I see.
0: Well, well, trainees are trainees. What do you think about trainees in the military, Tim? Do you think that they're uh, that that's going to cause us to be uh, weaker on the front? Do you think that uh, transsexuals are going to cause issues by them wanting to, you know, be identified correctly by the enemy? Do you think they'll stop mid-fucking-fire and go, please, identify me correctly by my choosing adjective, not by my <laughs> fucking sexuality? Do you think the Al-Qaeda is going to fucking calm down and understand that and fucking not be so, uh, you know,
3: racist? Yeah, I mean, to me... Man, it's, like such like a loaded question. I just think it's uh it's just like loaded a time- semen. yeah right. <laughs> I it's just a waste of time like fucking it's not like example like if you have uh if you have uh asthma you can't be in the military but then like no one gives a shit like no one's like protesting if they can uh for people that have asthma to be in the military when honestly if you have a job in the military, having asthma is not even gonna affect that job nine times out of 10, unless you're like special forces or some shit. Well, those trannies, it's just like, they had to put so much fucking like care and like one tranny being like in a squadron or a unit. It's just a time waster. And let's be honest, a lot of these trannies, I don't know, I, uh, I don't have like the, I don't have the numbers in front of me and I apologize for getting out. I got out super late at work. But, uh, like, how many of these trannies, like, commit suicide? You know, it's just, like, an in insane amount.
0: Well, I think that's just because they want to die young and pretty. Have you ever seen an old transsexual? They're not good looking. <laughs> I mean, no. wh- when, once you once you get into being old, you kind of lose your looks, anyways. But if you're a tranny, I mean, I've never seen a tranny over 50 that I don't go, holy shit, what well, Halloween project is that? So maybe they're just trying to don- die young and beautiful, like Lana Del Rey said.
3: Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I mean, there's, like, those, uh, what do you call them, ladyboys? Out like in the like the Philippines and Thailand and stuff. We like
0: to call. Excuse me, Tommy. Can we be correct? We like to call those ladyboys correct by their adjectives chosen, which is uh, my our club members.
3: <laughs> well, I think those ones are actually like legit. If that makes any sense, like they actually like have like a decent like living style. Because I remember seeing them in Korea, and they were pretty like legit people. But like over here, it's like they do it just for attention. They do it. Because they're not well in the head. They're, they're playing the victim card constantly.
0: Do you think that Miser would make a good ladyboy over in Taiwan
3: or Thailand? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think he needs to get out of the house. If that means he has to be a ladyboy, I think he should do it.
0: Did you hear that, Miser? There's opportunities, buddy. That's opportunity knocking. <laughs> You know, we're, we're, we're very blessed here tonight. Uh, Tommy, I want to get your opinion on this because, you know, not many people know this, but uh, Thomas Meadow is a uh, war veteran himself. He's uh-huh. uh, He shot at camels and camel jockeys, so, you know, we're, we're proud to have him on. Tommy, how do you feel that the fact that there's homeless veterans who have served our country in wartime, but if you're an illegal immigrant, not only are you put up with, you know, free housing right now and boards, they give you an allowance. They're giving these people $1,000 a month right now just to come on over here. But if you're a fucking veteran who's fought... You can go sit on a fucking corner and get pissed on by a dog.
3: <clears throat> Again, this is kind of like a loaded. This is like my opinion type of thing. Um, I feel really bad for like the the veterans that have like mental issues, the ones that get injured. But I think a lot of veterans like they're just lazy. Like don't get me wrong. Like I'm a I'm a lazy fuck. I actually I end up getting a job that I get paid more outside of the military. So I think a lot of it kind of like depends on the person. But, yeah, it is shitty, though, that we're just giving free money to fucking people crossing the border. And at this point, you kind of have to see that the Democrats want them to cross the border to benefit them.
0: Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Brasky, you know, I haven't had the greatest financial times of late. And uh, I got to tell you, man, I have a... I've considered, you know, if, if, if I cross the border left and right, if I do it like a dozen times, dude, I'm going to make some fucking bank. So I don't know. I've been talking to the wife about maybe, you know, becoming me, becoming a Mexican and then crossing the border a few times. Again, you know, a couple grand here and there. What do you think?
3: I'd Go for it, man.
0: I mean, they get more rights. I mean, I can pretty much do whatever the fuck I want. I mean, I can commit crime. Like right now in San Francisco, folks, I don't know if you know this, but there's a law right now in San Francisco that says – if you steal less than $1,000 worth of property, eh, the cops don't care. They won't come and arrest you. They won't press charges. Like, they yeah. won't even have you at court.
3: Yeah, I've seen the videos of it. Like,
0: Dude, people... it. I'm not trying to be an asshole or a piece of shit here, but how do you not drive to, like, a fucking uh, Walmart in fucking uh, San Francisco, kick in the fucking cage and go get yourself, like, a brand-new PS5? I mean, <laughs> I don't know how you just don't walk into Walmart every day like, yeah, and I'm going to go shopping today. Whoops.
3: <laughs> well, I've seen that. I've seen that. I live out in Washington, I've seen that here where people like load up a, uh, like a shopping cart, and they just like out of the store.
0: <laughs> I don't know why I find that so amusing and great, but I do. Uh, up in Canada, Gene, are liars. Do you have anything where you have people literally just walking into a store, loading up the old shopping cart, you know, and just fucking walking right out?
1: I think I might have seen that once or twice on the Indian reservation. Um... <laughs> <laughs> they, they they uh they don't they don't they don't they don't want to follow the rules so I, I i'm pretty sure but other than that um no I, we're, we're we're pretty civilized out here for the most part um but think about
0: but this that's... you're with the family you yeah. you and uh messaginggy in our lives and you guys are going on you got like Fuck, it's been a rough year, inflation, everything else. I don't know how Canada's going, but us here in the States, we're getting our asses kicked by uh, shortages and uh, inflation and everything else and gas prices. But let's say you and the wife, you guys are out, you guys had a nice little lunch, you're going to go Christmas shopping for the kids. So you're going through the mall, you're up in fucking, let's say, San Francisco, and you get yourself a fucking, all right, let's throw in a brand-new laptop, let's do this and that. You get yourself about $900 worth of product, and you just walk right the fuck out, and
1: no one can do a thing. How is that, how's that possible? So, if if I understand this correctly, this happens. There's a law in California that prohibits people from fighting back, right? So, this happens regularly or normally in California. Places yeah, like dude, California. you got people
0: walking into a package store in San Francisco, literally walking in there, grabbing themselves a drink out of the fucking cooler and walking out like it's their fridge.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's,
1: it's hard to wrap my head around that. I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, things things up here are are, are tough right now. Um, you want to talk about gas? Tommy, I mean, adjust you, your
3: mic. Is it good now?
0: Better, yeah. Okay. Sorry, junior liars. Go for it, bud.
1: No problem. Like we work we work in liters up here, not gallons, right? So it's it's roughly it's roughly uh, four four liters to your gallon. Now, I don't know what fuel is down there, but I mean. If we were to convert it up to to, to a gallon of gas, I was just talking to my wife today. We're talking six dollars a gallon right now. Uh, Holy
0: fuck, nuggets, really?
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: dude. I'm bitching yeah. about three fifty a gallon where I live because I'm like, man, it's almost getting to the point where you can buy a pack of six cheaper than a fucking gallon of gas. But you're paying six dollars for gas. Holy yeah. shit. So oh.
1: we're, we're at about we about a buck fifty a liter is what it is right now. It's fucking insane, man. Um, and, folks, you know, I'm going
0: I'm to dox g r Lyers here a little bit. g r Lyers drives a big fucking truck. He doesn't drive a fucking Prius. This boy's got himself a big old fucking truck, and I'm telling you to I fill feel. that
1: fucking thing up. Oof. $200 to fill up my tank, man. Uh, Are you fucking kidding me? No. $200 Holy to fill up I, I put in uh, – I put in – I was basically on empty last week. I put in $100 that got me half the tank. Jesus,
2: Yeah.
1: You know, and that that's just the start of it. I mean, don't don't even get me started on what it costs to heat my house now and um, what it costs to buy fucking food at the grocery store. Things are tough right now. So, you know,
0: I I live I don't have a house. I live in an apartment because, you know, I'm fucking not rich, but we have a nice apartment that we live in. But we pay for our own water. Do You know, my water bill is each month. My water bill. $120. $120. You know why it's $120? Because I'm getting charged $75 for sewage
1: fees. So, yeah, sewage fees are fucked, man. I don't get them. I look I look at my bill every month, and the sewage fees are always higher than my actual water costs. I don't fucking get it, man. Somewhat, someone's pockets are getting fucking lined somewhere, man. And it makes no sense. Yeah. It's it does. a fucking...
0: That's a conspiracy we need to do a fucking show on. We're going to have a brassy fat Fatcast that goes, what the fuck are sewage fees? And we're yeah. going to fucking get to the bottom of this. It's going to be like 48 hours. Fuck that. We'll be like Andy Rooney. We'll yeah. talk to someone from the water department. Yeah, we'll have them all fucking like blacked out and fucking their voice will all be disguised. <laughs> now, we had Thomas Meadows on the show tonight because he's doing a State of the Union. One of the things that Tommy wanted to address tonight, and Tommy, have you got yourself a water or a drink yet? Have you calmed down and got relaxed?
3: Yeah, I got it to
0: you. Okay, Tommy, I'm going to let you take the mic on this, brother, and I want you to fucking show him why you're the superstar. But here we go. Thomas Meadows has almost convinced me, and I say, folks, almost convinced me that Michael Jackson's not a pedophile, that Michael Jackson was set up, that Michael Jackson is just just was a friendly Negro. So I am going to have Tommy Meadows present his case. G&R Lyers is then gonna eh, ask a few questions, I might too. But we're gonna get to the bottom of this. We're gonna find out tonight if Michael Jackson fucked kids or not. Tommy?
3: So I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna pretend that like Michael Jackson is like the most normal person on the planet or was the most normal person. But here's my thing, man, like you have all these he supposedly like, like fucked all these kids and it took him like years and upon years, like come forth. And so it was mostly their parents that said that, you know, that they were fucking this kid, you know, he was fucking their kids or whatnot. And every fucking time, like, the parents would have to change the story, like, numerous fucking times. Michael Jackson never got convicted of uh, having sex with kids. I just don't think he did it.
0: Well, Dave Chappelle once made a great argument for him, saying that, uh, you know, Macaulay Culkin's come out of defense of Michael Jackson saying that he is not ever made any inappropriate uh, gestures or physical contact with Macaulay Culkin, which, you know, I'm not a pedophile, so I really can't judge here. But, I mean, Macaulay Culkin, back when he was hanging out with Michael, was, was like the biggest kid in the fucking world. It was the 90s. It was Home Alone era. And Macaulay Culkin's saying, hey, listen, if he didn't fuck me, why do you think he fucked these ugly kids? So, I mean, that's, right. that's what Dave Chappelle said. And, you know, I got I to lean towards Dave Chappelle on that. I mean, you know, if you're going to be a fucking creep, I mean, be a creep.
3: Yeah, uh, Corey Feldman said the same thing.
0: I mean, how do okay, so wait a second. Now, if you're not raping Corey Feldman, I mean, I'm not a pedophile by any means, nor would I ever endorse raping of Corey Feldman. But I imagine if you're a pedophile man, Corey Feldman and, you know, the Corey twins, that's got to be like the fucking, you know, that's got to be like your version of wild things, you know? In my
3: opinion, so if anyone was going to, like, say, like, accuse Michael Jackson it'd be Corey Feldman, because Corey Feldman has, like, a lot of money issues. But Corey Feldman, to this day, defends Michael Jackson.
0: The fact he that does. Michael Jackson made all that money on Thriller, and he didn't fuck the whole cast of the Goonies, it says to me there's a chance he's not a pedophile. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I this is news to me. I I, I I knew about Macaulay Culkin obviously, but I did not know that Corey Feldman also defend defended or defends him um, when uh, Feldman. Remember, he did that big reveal. Um, a few years back, and he outed Charlie Sheen, saying Charlie Sheen raped him. And no, Barbara Walters she, she was interviewed on Barbara Walters, and she was all, "She was all, Corey, what are you doing? You're ruining, you're ruining the whole industry here, Corey. What are you doing, Corey? Remember that? Yeah, he got- yeah.
0: And he's defending Michael. So wait a second, he fucking fully said that Charlie Sheen, which you know, I don't think Charlie Sheen was trying to fuck Corey as like a kid or anything like that. I think Charlie Sheen just fucked anything that moved of a hole. But you know. No, the, I, I look at this right uh, now. The fact that Michael Jackson doesn't have any credible accusers. I mean, and supposedly, you know, he laid a good fucking down to, uh, you know, uh, Priscilla or what's her name? Not what? What's uh, Elvis' daughter's Marie, name? Lisa Marie. Yeah, Lisa Marie. Supposedly, he tore that shit up. And from this is a rumor, guys. And I, I don't mean to be scandalous here or be brassy telling stories, you know. But fuck, I got to tell you the story. All right, guys. So here's some two rumors I'm going to say about Michael Jackson, and then Tommy you respond to both of them. Yeah. One. That he's come very well endowed. That afterwards, when Lisa Marie got together with Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage said fucking her was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. That Michael Jackson's cock just excavated her whole pussy, which that was impressive. But the story that got me even more, folks, was that back in the 80s, the 80s, I tell you, that the song Dirty Diana is actually Michael Jackson's confession love letter to Princess Diana. That they had a torrid affair that he would show Princess Diana all these magical, different sexual positions, which later he discovered tantric sex, which he was the one who informed Sting about how to do this. But the term Dirty Diana is supposedly because Dirty Diana liked anal sex from Michael Jackson. That's why he called her Dirty Diana. Thoughts, guys? Um, right.
1: I was always under the impression that Dirty Diana was about Diana Ross. No, no, no. Princess Di. Princess Di. Princess Diana. Yeah, she was. uh, She was an attractive woman. Yeah, she was pretty. Yeah. Well, Uh, supposedly
0: Michael Jackson was described as sexual napalm. They called it the the, his his dick wasn't white. Like the rest of his body turned white, his face, his uh, his hands, and everything else turned white. But supposedly the lower part of his body, his uh, his groin region, always stayed black. And I guess it was really, really some serious BBC because. (laughs) You know, Dirty Diana, I mean, Jesus Christ, that's why the, you know, the royal family all had the big issues, and, you know, there's been a lot of questions, a
3: lot of questions. Uh, I've never heard this, I I never heard the Princess Diana rumor, but yeah, the first rumor I heard, yeah. I mean, you gotta, I mean, if you look at Michael Jackson, like, in the late 70s, early 80s, I mean, he looks like a black dude. Oh, absolutely.
1: The cover of the Off the Wall album, which came out just before Thriller, or even look at him on the Thriller album. He's still a very black man on both of those albums.
3: Yes, I, I, uh, I've heard the first one, and uh, Lisa Marie's like said stories like that about him.
0: Well, well, here's how I know this Diana story, too, because back in the day, there was this joke, and this is industry insiders, you know, always getting the inside news from, uh, you know, Hebrew Harry. But supposedly, the joke that Eddie Murphy made regarding Brooke Shields, uh, you know, not fucking Michael Jackson, you know what I mean? Like, Michael Jackson not fucking Brooke Shields, and that was questionable. The reason he wasn't fucking Brooke Shields is because he was laying the wood to Princess die.
3: Okay, yeah, I never heard that before, but yeah, I believe, yeah. I mean, I believe him yeah
0: that's why they call him the king of pop it was meant to insult fucking prince charles like hey listen fucker you might be a prince but guess who's the king that's right ask die
1: so okay i'm trying to put these two together here so when when would they have met what what did they do together what did they collaborate on to get introduced to each other
0: i mean he, he tours the world dude you gotta imagine it's michael fucking jackson i mean he's really good friends with paul mccartney So he's probably over in England when they did say, 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 or some bullshit. You know what I mean? Fucking, you know, Lady Di gets a little bit moist down there, and he fucking moo walks by her, and then what do you do?
3: Yeah, she used used to go around all over the place because she used to do a lot of humanitarian shit. Exactly, and that's because Michael Jackson
0: fucking told her to.
3: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah.
1: But I, I think you're on to something with uh, with with him uh, moonwalking, her Brasky. I mean, who can who can resist that? I mean, it's magic on his feet, right there. He can moonwalk like that. Imagine what he can do in the bed.
0: I'm trying to imagine what he said, but it was like, come on, yeah. My
3: hey. Tommy,
0: Shabba. can you help us?
3: <laughs> well, you uh, you brought up Par McCartney, so here's here's where I think the whole uh, child molesting story crap came from i uh I wrote about this on the forum, so I guess michael jackson he openly said he does not like bankers, and I think we all know what bankers means like <laughs> he used to be uh he used to be very uh i guess vocal about him I don't know how true that is but um what happened was so like yeah interrupt interrupt uh, what just uh, can you can you define what a
1: banker is just keep uh, resistant
2: yes
3: ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the men that always look at the ground find pennies. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. But, Good uh, credit scores. <laughs> yeah. Right. But uh, so, it's anyway, so like back in the back, I want to say it was like the early '80s, maybe mid '80s. Paul McCartney is actually the one that like told him to start buying uh, catalogs of music, like famous people's songs. You know. So then, like, yeah. Michael Jackson started buying all these songs, where he actually started buying Beatles songs, and Par McCartney that's was true. actually pissed off about it. Well, then what happened was Michael Jackson started making a lot of money. Like, I'm talking, like, a shit ton of money. And uh, I don't think the bankers were too happy about that, and they knew about him being vocal, anti-banker. And that's when all, like, and I think it was in, like, the, what, the early 90s, when, like, the first allegation came. And it's, like, right when he was starting to, like, make a shit ton of money off those catalogs.
0: This is all starting to make sense to me now, guys. Let's look at this from what Tommy just said. So we have what I said earlier about him fucking Princess Di and making the royal family look stupid. So he's already created some enemies. Then he tricked the music industry, and we all know what they are. And now the bankers are mad at him because he owns all these musical rights where he's making millions upon millions, and they're mad that he's a smart, you know. He, he, oh, you know, to quote to quote uh, my one of my favorite TV shows of all time, and fuck if you try to cancel me for this, was uh, he's a nigger with a library card. That's from The Wire. That means he's an intelligent individual who knew what to invest in, and the fact that he invested in it, it means they had to bring this great man down. No, Is that what you're telling me? That he used to have sick children to the Neverland Ranch to entertain them and give them a little slice of hope, and these fucking cocksuckers, they had to bring him down and accuse him of these horrible, heinous actions because he was making money?
3: Yeah, I mean, they just did that. I mean, it was an it was an easy uh, like an easy target with the kids. I mean, he was always doing humanitarian shit, so you know, he just kind of like put one and one together. I mean, people are going they're going to find. I mean, it's easy to find people to like make up stories with money. You know what I'm saying?
0: Can can I ask you a question, Tim? You're 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 a longtime friend of mine. We're good friends in real life. Let me ask you this, or at least I hope we are. Okay. Um, Tommy, why is it that there's no pictures of Jeffrey Epstein with Michael Jackson? You know, since Jeffrey Epstein was, you know, getting all the fucking little kids for these uh, pedophiles to fuck, why is Michael Jackson never with Jeffrey Epstein in any photos?
3: Yeah, Michael Jackson want to be, you want to be with that crowd? You know about.
0: But but why is that? Like, why do you never see Michael Jackson associated with these pieces of shit? <coughs> like, he hanged out with Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, he hanged yeah. out with a grandma. What the fuck, you know, why wasn't he hanging out with these people that were doing these horrible actions, the Podesta pizza places? They He's never been associated or photoed with them.
3: Yeah, it's just it's just a bullshit story, man. It's, it's fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, man, like, a, lot, a lot of these stories, like they they would come out about Michael Jackson. If, like you, if you dig into it, like it's not even a true story. I like, think everyone always has to change. Like all these people that accuse them always change their stories later on.
2: I, I That's the funny thing. You
0: think someone would have evidence by now? They'd be like, "Oh yeah, here's a, here's the videotape of Michael Jackson ass fucking me." But no one has a single fucking thing of evidence. There's no DNA evidence. It's not like, oh, yeah, uh, Timmy, can you come up here? All right, Timmy, uh, we're going to have the officer just take a sample here. There's yeah. nothing. There's absolutely no fucking, like, crime scene or anything.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's just bullshit, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, when I was growing up, I, you know, I believed it. I mean, it's, it, he's just an easy target, dude. Like, he, he has all that fucking face correction and all that shit. He was just an easy target. And then you know, people didn't like him getting rich off of, uh, those catalogs of music.
1: Do you
0: think he was killed? Do you think that the uh, doctor purposely made sure he had enough fentanyl in his system to kill yeah, him? I,
3: uh, from the interviews I heard about him, I, I think he like uh, he was really sensitive, I believe, to like the the press. And I think like he just got like a morphine habit from uh, just getting so like stressed out from it. Yeah, I Excuse think, he was, you think? Do you uh, think he
0: was a victim of bullying? Do you think that they press Me Too, Michael Jackson, and made him a victim?
3: Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I think, wasn't he only like 105 pounds when he died? I could be wrong about that. Was, you know what? I'm starting to see it. So not
0: only did they pick on someone who was a man of color, which God bless Michael Jackson for being a great African-American, but they picked on him and they made him feel so bad by their online bullying and their uh, television bullying that Michael Jackson committed suicide almost.
3: That's horrible. Well, I mean – I think the doctor should get it fucking I don't know if the did the doctor get charged? I believe
1: he got off. Some trouble, yeah. He definitely got into some trouble. Whether I don't, he was charged or not, I don't know.
3: I know like I know he was like under investigation or something. I never heard the outcome of it, but well, I think the sentence was
1: revoked, wasn't it? I don't think he can practice medicine anymore.
3: Something like that. To my
0: yeah. knowledge, he was only the second uh black man to kill a white female and get away with it in LA. <laughs> After O.J. Simpson killing Nicole, the only one else that got away with it was Dr. Conrad killing Michael.
3: Yeah. Right. You know,
1: if you, if you, you know,
3: Yeah, man, that's all it was. This is a smear campaign against Michael with the fucking child fucking. I never, I don't think it ever happened.
0: I have the voice of our producer hitting me in the ear right now saying he did a few years in jail for the crime. So they did convict him. I guess I was wrong. Uh, so he went to jail. Now, imagine being the guy that fucking killed Michael Jackson in jail. Oof. You probably got fucking butt-fucked in the prison shower every day. I mean. <laughs> he didn't go totally, to that man. kind of jail,
1: totally. man. Like, he didn't go to that kind of jail, man. He went to one of those high-class prisons, man. Like, there's there's no way he was in General Pop, man. Like, this this is a, a, a high-level doctor of the stars. Like, the guy has more money than he knows what to do with, and that goes a long way. And getting you uh, a nice spell in uh, clubbed right
3: yeah he, it might have been house arrest actually
0: yeah. guys i really think tonight that i've opened my eyes a little bit more and i hope our audience has to the possibility that michael jackson wasn't a kid fucker and that maybe the next time you put thriller on or black and white you can just enjoy it and go hey this guy makes some pretty nice music
3: i like it yeah so, i think i want to say black and what was it black and white no history the Album history, I think that was my first ever album. My got is a gift, really. And mm-hmm. I was, oh man, I was young,
1: I think I was in grade two. Um, I remember I walked downstairs for my birthday, and my parents got me the thriller album, it had yep. just come out. And I remember I was so excited, so I got this album. And I, dude, I played it every day, man. Just go home, go to school, come home, and just play this album, flip the side, play it again. It was great. Yeah. yeah, I got black and
0: white was one of my first ones, and I'm telling you what, I ain't afraid to no know shit. I ain't afraid to no know this. I mean, come on, dude, that that song jams.
3: Yeah, I want to say like one of my first memories. Cause I'm I'm gonna be 40 in a couple years. I remember like, one of my first memories was that like the first house I lived at with my parents when uh, thriller, thriller came out on TV.
1: Yeah, man, that video was 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 epic. Yeah, Vincent well, yeah. Price, man. Like, it was great, man. Yeah, my Guys, I'm just glad
0: that we could finally put the uh, king of pop back on his throne. And I feel the Brasky fat Cass has done that this evening. I'm a little disappointed in you, Tommy, because I was expecting some Michael Jackson. You know, you can oh. do him in voice chats, but come on, man. <laughs>
4: spot, spot on.
0: Let Billy, him go, dude. Don't stop
3: him. Shimona, Timmy, Billy's a faggot. Shimona, Shimona, <laughs> <Your> Billy's <laughs> a faggot.
4: Shimona, Shimona.
3: But you got. Uh, you brought up. Uh, you brought up another like conspiracy earlier about uh, Charlie Sheen. Yes. That wasn't uh, Corey Cory Feldman, it was like supposedly Corey Haim that he raped on the set of Lucas.
2: That's
3: right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I don't know if I want to surprise me if it happened. Because here, in fact, here, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this story too. So here's what happened. So supposedly he raped Corey Haim a few times on the set of Lucas. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but it had like, a whole bunch of young actors at the time.
0: It's horrible, dude. It's
3: a shitty football movie. Yeah. Well, so like years later, Curry Haim, like, he's he's been like uh he died from drugs, I believe.
1: Yes, yes, he did.
3: It was like he was a he was a piece of shit like his whole life pretty much. And like when he died, he literally only had three thousand dollars total in his bank account. But uh when he died is when uh, Charlie Sheen started acting like a fucking idiot. When he started doing that fucking like tiger blood shit, like he, I think was, I think he was trying to kill himself, and he just kept doing all these drugs. That's when he was doing like, these t- like TV interviews, high as fuck. Yeah. That's that's I, my. I, I, I thought Charlie
1: Sheen was doing all those. Because that's around the time he found out that he had... He had AIDS, like, doesn't he? Like, full-blown AIDS? Not just HIV, yep. but AIDS. That,
3: that, was like, that, was, uh, that was a few years later.
1: No, but he knew he had AIDS then. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, that's when he found out that he had uh, uh, whichever it was, HIV or AIDS. And that's why he went off the fucking rails. Because, well... He was doing a pound of
0: fucking cocaine a day, talking about fucking tiger blood and yeah. how he could fucking yeah. outlive everything, you know?
3: Well, Co- I thought- I thought he was doing that, though, because I think he was, like, trying to kill himself from, like, a drug overdose, because that's, like, right after Corey Haim died. Like, I'm talking, like, within, like, the same month. No, dude,
0: he was, like, he's been consistently like that, because he was like that for, like, a year beforehand, and talking about Charlie Sheen about Wasted here is, like, fucking, that's sacrilegious, so I, I don't know how much further I'm going to let this go, because Wasted will fucking hunt me down. <laughs>
1: Oh, but, I mean, Charlie Sheen was doing heroin with,
0: with Flash, wasn't he? Yeah, dude. Charlie Sheen's been doing fucking hardcore drugs since fucking hardcore drugs were existence.
1: Yeah, like
0: in the '90s, he was banging all the Heidi Fleiss's prostitutes. So I mean, it had nothing <laughs> to do with Corey Haim, dude. Fucking Charlie Sheen was living the life of a Viking back in the fucking late '80s until fucking now.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was just weird though. Like the same time, like, I think it was in the same month. Like both happened. It was just kind of weird.
0: Yeah, coincidences are coincidences. Sometimes they're just weird like that. Um, you know, we did have a few questions tonight because it's your state of the union, Tommy, and I'm I'm really hoping you you know you take it and you just fucking run over here in a second. But uh, uh, first question:
3: uh,
0: Did Shauna ever get you your sandwich?
3: No, nah, she had a guy do it as always. Fucking bitch. Nah, dude, I hate one.
0: No, no. When you made that call, like. <laughs> Did you realize how funny it was during or afterwards? Because your Joker left at the end is still an all time classic.
3: I didn't think. She, I didn't think. Oh, I, I tried calling one beforehand. <laughs> and uh, they hung up on me. Guy I, I straight up asked who was a woman shelter. And I think they, got, they probably got a lot of prank phone calls and just hung up on me. And then she said the second time I called was that video. And she said, yeah. And that's when I did the whole like, oh. Like push that of the phone. I'm a black man, or and uh, yeah, it was just fun. I, was, I saw it was hilarious because it was it was late at night too. So I'm sure it was like one o'clock their time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just I just picture the reaction on the other end and pray there was someone named Shauna that was actually in there. So they had to like, they had to like, all investigate this. Like, oh shit, Shauna's, Shauna's abusive ex is calling on the phone. He's founder.
3: Yeah, man. Fucking <laughs> woman shelters, dude.
2: Well, wh-
0: why do you not like woman shelters? Come on, Tommy, let's go. Fucking let's, let's go. <laughs> I, I, I just
3: don't, single moms are like the worst. Well, tell me about single moms. Tell me why you hate them. <clears throat> so even before the movie Twilight, like I I think vampires are gay. I don't think that's I don't think that's saying anything that's unpopular. But like the closest thing, like a modern day van, vampire or single moms, like they just suck the life out of everything.
1: I'm interested to 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 hear where this goes. Um, single moms <clears throat> and vampires. Um, this is intriguing.
3: Well, I mean, I I don't think like I don't I don't view them as like you know things that turn into bats and fly. I'm just saying like they just suck so much energy and life out of uh, out of like from people. Like is that what's that saying that like it takes a village to raise a kid? You ever heard yeah. that like, yeah, of course I, I get where it's coming from but like it shouldn't be the case every fucking time. I <laughs> am saying single moms are just like they're worthless.
0: TM you're a single man, correct? Yeah. When you go on a let's let's say you go on a date, you met someone online or something. What do you do when she tells you, oh, yeah, and, I, and I'm a mom?
3: I usually try. Uh, it's been a while. So, because because of COVID, man, I haven't been on any dates in a while. Sure. But uh, usually, I know this is going to sound really stupid, but like I, they always put down if they have a kid or not in their profile. So, like, I just don't ask them about it. So, hopefully, it doesn't come up in a conversation.
0: But let's say it does. Like it's like, oh, hey, do you want to come back to my place? I just got to go check with the babysitter. Do you like? Do you like? Oh, listen, bitch, <laughs> I ain't dealing with you. I didn't know you were a single mom. Ooh, and run away.
3: I try to. Just, I usually try to get them to come over to my apartment. But like, I, I so have... still
0: fuck a single mom.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. That's... <laughs> <laughs> I just try to, like, I try to go, like, the whole conversation, like, the whole night without bringing them up. Because in my mind, if you don't bring it up, they don't exist.
0: So, like, when you're banging her later and you can see she's got a fucking cesarean cut from where the fucking kid came out. Like, you just keep going. You're just like, yeah, fuck it, you know?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's just, (laughs) I mean, in my opinion, like, that's what they're meant for, single moms. This is the fuck. I don't want to hear their life story. Because they always try to sound like they're intelligent. They're not and they're always like and like man facebook just like they really brought out like the fucking like life like the anti-life force in single moms because like you have a single mom like they just keep posting all these fucking photos with their kids but then like they write like oh i went to the gym today i worked out or i'm putting in for a promotion or i'm doing like my master's degree like i don't care
0: GNRs,
1: hearing- any, any any opinion on I, it? I, I'm completely speechless right now. <laughs> I, I'm listening in, in with, with my full attention, and I'm just in awe right now. I'm I'm loving what I'm hearing.
3: And uh, hey, you want you want to hear like a really fucked up story? Like, it's of prior, course we do. It's it's not funny.
0: <laughs> Neither <but>
3: are we. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a fucked up story. So like uh like ten years ago. Like, what what year is it now? Twenty twenty one. We'll go with that, yeah. So like to, like 2011, 2012, I got like really into like, those dating apps, you know. And I used to be like an asshole, like always like post about my dates on like the fucking the forums and shit. But anyway, so I went out with this one mom, you know. We came over, she came over at my place, and uh, you know we ended up like screwing, you know, no big, you know, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. So then like she starts talking about her kid like her kid had all has uh, autism. And I'm like <laughs> I, I walked into her, her car and she had like these flashcards for her kid, you know? Like they're like you know, that's like each kids that have autism, like different <laughs> flashcards. So and then uh but here's the fucked up part. Like you know, she's showing me these cards, you know, we were just like talking out in the parking lot. I'm like, well who's who's watching your kid? You know? I probably it's one of those things that I probably shouldn't be asking because it's not my business and she's like well i live with bikers (laughs) (laughs) and i'm like all right bye (laughs) so like i feel bad for this kid that had autism and like he, he or she was being watched by fucking bikers in western washington
1: I'm sure this is, I'm sh- this sounds much more ominous than I think it, it really was. I mean.
3: she Well, she went the whole day or like the whole like from the conversation on like, I think it was POF to like that point. Like she never mentioned that she lived with bikers. <laughs> and like now I'm beginning to think like maybe they were waiting for her to leave to like sell that kid on like the black market. Dude, that's it's, horrible.
0: Selling the retarded kid on a black
3: market. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I like... She told me that, flashcards.
0: <laughs> what is this? What is Gosh, this, I'm Jimmy? I'm in trouble. That, 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 that for That, kid <laughs> that, that math and <laughs> on me. Oh, good job, Jimmy. Uh, okay, what's what this? That's cocaine. Yeah. Good job, Jimmy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, felt, I actually felt like kind of bad afterwards, but I was like, eh, that's not my problem. So I went to bed. Was she good looking? bad uh, this is like 10 years ago, but from what I remember, yeah, she was good. I think so.
0: Now, did you ask how she paid her rent and she just let, let the biker...
3: Now, as soon as she said she learned, the biker... It was like their clubhouse bed. Yeah, this ain't gonna happen.
1: Well, now, I I I don't know if all bikers are bad. I mean... Um, like s- straight hey, Have up, you
4: not seen any which
0: way but loose Okay I fucking I know what bikers are buddy All right, I saw Clyde the fucking orangutan Deal
1: with him This this is going to sound fucking funny But like I used to play like beer league uh, uh, Slow pitch And some of the guys on my team Were fucking hell's angels man <laughs> Like um, Do they know Mojo
0: oh. yeah. <laughs> Mo- Mojo's yeah. selling the hell's angels Against Borky so you know
2: <laughs>
1: Next time
0: you see them, ask if they know Mojo.
1: <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm saying is that some of these guys on my team were, were, were you know, patched mem- members of the Hells Angels. like And, you know, I, we didn't really talk about what they did. That was just, you know, a club that they belonged to, right? And then if you didn't know that, they were just regular Joes like you and me, man. Like they had a job they went to every day and just, That's fine. I, I, I night time, they just they rode a they rode a motorcycle in an outlaw bike gang. Like I don't know. And took Can we, we get back, back to the child?
0: Now, was the kid on a leash? Did she keep this retarded kid on the leash? What were these flashcards? Do
3: we have any more information here? The flashcard, man, is like over ten years ago, man. But there's like the autism flashcards, like this for like the kid to like learn how to like adapt in life.
0: Have we have we thought about using those on Miser?
3: Uh, would it work? I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I think I think Miser, he's mastered how to write his threads on the forum. I think he's good to go. Right.
1: Uh, I, wonder, I wonder how computer Miser would handle the flashcards.
0: I, I did. I don't know, but we got antivirus programs up right now. Computer miser ain't fucking going to get us tonight. That fucking cocksucker. But Tommy, we we want to get back to your single moms. Like that was a, you know, you said it wasn't a funny story, but I laughed. Um,
2: yeah.
0: now as you get older, have you noticed that the single moms are like worse than they were now? Are they, are they more whorish? Are Is the situation getting better? Is it getting worse? What is your opinion?
3: Uh, I'm basing a lot of my information from when I was in the military. No, I think they're getting a lot worse. Just because of uh, social media, man. Social media is like, it's that life, like, it's their life force. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. You know how, like, ba- you know, we, like, again, with vampires, you know how, like, they have to live off of uh, blood? Sure. Like, single moms like, live off live off of social media. Like, that's their life force. Hmm. that's
0: an interesting take no no, no, a single mom did they have a do they have a a purpose instead of you know fucking, or are they just basically there for fucking and being annoying like what what is their uh, prime objective
3: I never thought about it, man, but like, yeah, man, they just they like they seriously like this they walk into a room and like they become a magnet of attention. And people's like life. Now,
0: is there anything worse than a liberal single mother who has a biracial
3: baby? Oh Jesus. Uh <laughs> man, I don't even know. I don't know, man. Uh I know the the bitches I worked with in the military, the single moms, they just got it just seems like more and more became single moms from when I uh from when I started to when I got out because these women catch on really quick if they have a if they have a kid they no one says no to them. this is true and I think like when I first, like when I first joined the military back in like 2006 like people like wanted to deploy they wanted to you know like they wanted to actually be part of the military and the the whole culture changed in the military man like within like the 12 years I was in and man single moms is like no. They get they get made up jobs in the military. They always have weekends off, they holidays off. because They use that fucking daycare excuse. They don't have to deploy. They get where like they get wherever the fuck they want. All they have to do is flirt with the guy, and they get wherever the fuck they want.
0: Now Tommy, me, let me ask you a question. This is military strategy here. Do you think that if we decided as the American to uh, deploy a uh, combat unit of single moms to Afghanistan to, you know, to restore the peace, you know, to keep the Taliban in order, but restore the peace kind of, you think that could work? Do you think that single moms could overthrow Muslim extremists?
3: Dude, they wouldn't go because they would all go get pregnant. I've seen that numerous times. They, a bitch doesn't want to deploy, so she gets pregnant. Wow.
0: So there's, like, they just start fucking. They fuck any random dude they can just to get, to, you know, or they grab, like, a fucking, you know, uh you know just a big fucking spoon of load and just put that some bitch in there with the turkey
3: baster. Yeah, yeah, I've I've seen it like with my own eyes. I mean, I, I'm not actually them fucking, but like I've seen a chick that didn't want to deploy. I guess I guess I can't really use her as an excuse because she was uh. The two chicks I know for a fact that did it. they were both married, but uh, the one became a single mom anyway. But yeah, like it, like she, they, they were both set to deploy. And that's what they do, man. They go get pregnant. Now the military is smart enough not to even like put them on like a tasking for deployment. They just give them made up jobs. No, why them-
0: can't pregnant women be over there? You know, it might give them an advantage. Wouldn't that be like a two on one? Like if you got a pregnant woman with a rifle, wouldn't that be like having two people against a <laughs> fucking you know extremist? Or does that like does that up like if a fucking suicide bomber kills like a fucking Humvee of pregnant women, pregnant soldiers? Would that then be like double the kill count, or would that be like still just fucking you killed four soldiers? Yeah. How how's that work?
3: Well there is when I was on Iraq this one shit got knocked up and as soon as I found out she was knocked up, man, she was on a plane out there like next I think like next two days later. But well, yeah tough. <laughs> i know right she's a stupid bitch is it is
0: it does it come down to them not want to have to pay more money like would they have to pay the fetus would the fetus then get military pay and hazard pay like would <laughs> then the fetus qualify for wartime pay since it's you know it's an american citizen but then it's all stuck over in fucking iraq i mean that's probably a good four grand a month that fetus could be claiming
3: right nah. yeah it's of course you know it's funny though too like that chicken in, uh iraq Everyone loved her. You know, they always flirt with her and all this shit. But as soon as she gets pregnant, that's when they're like, oh, she's a stupid bitch. Dirt. All these fucking people are this simple for these bitches, dude. Well,
0: we live in a world of simps. I mean, we're we're fucking watching a guy uh, the other day. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, fucking went on uh, his show. And I just noticed because it's on my YouTube passing by. And he's like, huh, Aaron Rodgers is a Karen because he says something about COVID. Ha ha ha, he's a Karen. Now, meanwhile, this motherfucker is a cuckold. You know, would I rather be a Karen than a cuck every day of the fucking week? You fucking simp piece of shit, Jimmy Fallon. Not Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. You're not funny. You're a fucking skinny fat guy who used to put on blackface because he wasn't funny enough to crack the jokes without a fucking gimmick. Shut up and die, you faggot. You know,
1: I, I, Hypothetically. I, I lost a lot of respect for, for Kimmel. Um, you remember he was on The Man Show, right, with Adam Carolla?
0: fucking yeah. hilarious back then to a degree yeah.
1: but he's a fucking cunt yeah. that show was great that show was hilarious i used to watch it all the time and then i remember a few years ago while well, it's probably going back to more than a few years ago now but um jimmy kimmel was was talking about adam carolla and he was fucking throwing shade on him man and i'm like what the fuck man you got you got your whole career is because of, of the show that you and carolla did and yeah, he like Drew in. Carey.
0: He fucking got you know. He came in originally, and everyone liked him. Like we all liked Drew Carey on the Drew Carey show. But then Hollywood got to him, so he divorces his wife. That stuck with him when a Hollywood liberal cunt. And then they all become super ultra libs, where they're just these fucking weirdos that just fucking you know repeat whatever the fucking uh the motto is that month from the fucking meeting.
4: Right.
3: Yeah. Well, Jimmy Kimball too. I think doesn't he have like a new wife? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I mean that's like it's just shit like that, man. He doesn't
0: want to lose his wife. Well, I also saw something that was crazy the other day, and I if I can uh I'll have to maybe find photos. But Howard Stern, dude, I think might be a homosexual.
3: Uh well, yeah, well, that wouldn't surprise me. he, he no, has-
0: supposedly his hairdresser, Ralph the hairdresser and him have a, you know, they they have a long term homosexual relationship. That's why he divorced his wife, Beth. And supposedly the his uh new wife is just, you know. Or his wife uh, Beth is uh, just a, you know just a figurehead, just a fucking beard. Well,
2: wow.
1: so I heard. I, I heard that uh, their marriage is in trouble. Whatever, right? But I just figured because well, oh, Howard Stern's a loser now, man. Like, yeah. have, you, have you ever listened to his show lately? Um, I turned I, I turned it on not too long ago, and uh, um. First off, all he was doing was whining about COVID and how terrified he was about it and, um, how much he loved Beth and, like,
5: and then, like,
1: he's, you remember he used to make fun of Don Imus all the time, right? And he's turned into fucking Don Imus now. He's, he's the man that he used to make fun of. He's not even funny anymore. Yeah. Don <laughs> Imus
0: at least was funny occasionally and at least was a good dude. Like Don Imus at least did shit for kids and, you know, would still be funny occasionally. He'd be like, oh, don't, 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 I'm so radio. oh fuck you. <laughs> you know, at least he was kind of cool still. Fucking
3: Stern's a bitch. Yeah, he turned that, it. That's too bad, man. His show used to, like, be the best back like, in the early 2000s. 29.
1: But with Artie Lang, man, the, the day Artie Lang left is the day that show died, man.
3: Yeah.
1: Artie Lang. Like, what he brought to that show it was the intangibles that he brought to that show. Artie Lang is his timing was, was impeccable. His his humor was, was perfectly suited for Stern. And yeah. I mean, mind you, I mean Artie. I'm gonna piss out.
0: you off and I'm glad Artie's back, Gene R. Liars, and I love Artie just as much as you, and you know that. Yeah. But you're wrong. Jackie was better. You think so? Dude, Jackie Stern in the 80s was fucking amazing. Like, I remember being a little boy, and I'd go to the bus stop, and my dad, I lived in Jersey at the time, He, I'd be sitting in his fucking Jeep with me and would have Howard Stern on in the morning. And just listening to Howard Stern, like, the, the insanity, Jackie the Joke Man with Fred and Robin and Howard and yeah. how they always interact was a fucking great show, because Jackie wouldn't put up with Howard's shit. Yeah. You know, Artie would just be, you know, half the time he would fucking argue with Howard, the other half of the time he'd be fucking out of it. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I,
1: you know it, that's, that's, I I respect that. I mean, I, I've heard both shows. I remember Stern with Jackie um, and it was good. Like, I'm not trying to take anything away from, from Jackie and what he brought to the show. I personally, I think, I think Artie was better, but I mean, I can see your point, why why you would say Jackie ba-ba-boo-ee,
6: was... Ba-ba-boo-ee, ba-ba-boo-ee. <laughs> Holy shit,
1: are we joining... Uh, ladies and gentlemen,
0: the fucking shockwaves from Japan. TM, I would like to introduce you to uh, my co-host with the most. He fucking showed up. I can't believe he's here. TM, say hello to a strange twat, twatty. What's up, man? Hey, Tom, what's up, dude? We're talking about Howard being a homo, so I'm going to fucking send you guys the pic where him and his hairdresser are looking at each other in the eyes like a bunch of fucking queers, which, hey, I don't care if you're gay, by the way. Like, I have friends that are gay. I don't care. But just saying.
6: I don't have friends that are gay because...
0: Because you don't have friends.
6: Well, A, I don't have friends, and B, gays aren't... They're not, they're not really people, so... What do you mean? they <laughs> an in- inferior form of life.
0: Well, go on. Tell me what you mean. Don't be fucking shy, Sally.
6: I can't explain it. I mean, Computer Miser told me everything. He told me he gave. He really <laughs> kind of realigned my world view. So,
0: well, Computer Miser has been fucking banned from the show this week because you know we we got an antivirus program up. He's not showing up yeah. tonight. So, well,
6: he Thank really Jesus. opened my eyes. He opened my eyes about gay people, about brown people, about uh, <laughs> any kind of people you can. Yeah, he really. Oh. No, i don't I don't know that I ever heard any rumors about Stern being gay.
0: did you guys look at the photo I just put in chat? Yeah. This
6: picture
1: uh with him and Ralph is something else Look at that i eh?
0: I mean buddy, come on tell me he's not a pickle puffer
6: i I don't know i mean i I've, I've never heard any specific rumor but then again everyone in Hollywood at some point or another you you've heard that they're gay and and then again. You know, if you want to really go down the rabbit hole, they say that even if you're not gay, you got to you got to blow old banker men just to get in, just get your foot in the door. So
0: I like that we had our co-host come on and he's already mentioning bankers and we've been talking about bankers all night. Hey, YouTube, (laughs) you got to love the brassy fat ass because we just don't give a fuck. Um, Two things. E.T., we're going to share some information with you. And after I ask you this question, that's going to blow your fucking mind. It did not. Um, But here's the question. E.T., what the fuck is going on with uh, Operation Hooker here? I'm, I'm losing my mind. You and JB are literally driving me nuts. What the fuck? When are we getting this done?
6: I I don't know. I have no updates. I haven't talked to JB in weeks.
0: JB I mean, has disappeared, guys. Uh, he popped on the board for a minute here. He's our fearless leader. He's the one that has the, uh, the funding for this all set and taken care of. Uh, yeah, me and E.T. are guaranteeing you guys who contributed to the cause and everything else that, E.T., do you agree with me that we will get a resolution and at least an answer and a date this week, upcoming?
6: I don't want to make promises like that uh, as far as, I mean, this is a big operation, you know. This is, you no, know, this isn't like driving your grandma's house, okay? This is like going to the moon and back, okay? This is like
0: fucking your grandma. Let's just get, I mean, dude, we got to get this done. Exactly. We're not going to fucking, listen, that. E.T., we already said the shit's happening before Thanksgiving. Agreed.
6: Uh, I don't know. Thanksgiving's right around the corner. I, but it's because I, you've been fucking I said, delaying. I said before the end of the year, before before Christmas, like before. All
0: right, so I can get you right now to say unequivocally, as long as JB provides the fund, that before Christmas, Operation Blowing Your Load and this dumb hooker bitch is going to happen.
6: Definitely, I don't. I do not want this to, to stretch into another calendar year. I, I
0: I mean I'm I'm I feel bad for the people that contributed to the cause. But uh so all I, right, want, so- I
6: want them to get their money's worth. I, I don't want you know, I don't want to I don't want to come on the and say, hey guys, uh oh my god, she was amazing. She had these incredible tits and then I, I sucked her tits and my dick was just it just it didn't even move. Like I I can't let that happen. I'm so scared of that happening.
0: Well we'll just do a bunch of fucking Viagra and cocaine beforehand, you'll be fine. But here's mm-hmm. the good news. Tommy, this is Thomas Meadows State of the Union tonight, and Tommy is taking the fucking show tonight. He's been fucking steering the ship and we love it. But Tommy brought us some information that was, you know, very shocking. Did you know Michael Jackson doesn't fuck kids?
6: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if they cremated him or if he's just rotting in the ground, but I
0: don't
6: I don't think he's uh I don't think he's doing much of anything these days.
0: No, no, no. We mean past tense. We mean in the eighties, nineties, and two thousands. Michael Jackson supposedly wasn't a kid fucker. Supposedly he was all set up by Paul McCartney and the bankers. I mean, TM, can you can you give him a quick summary?
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. If, I don't know if Paul McCartney like set it up. I think no, he no, yeah. at him for buying I, I, music.
6: You don't. Have, yeah, you don't have to repeat yourself. So, I mean, if the the, the listeners heard our, I've I've read the theories. I've definitely read the theories. Um, I I won't say it either way because I wasn't there. It's one of those things we're just never going to know, like dinosaurs. Like we're just never going to know Did they have There's feathers. There's
0: fossils, or... dumbass. You like you can go pick up a fossil of a dinosaur, like they're in the museum, you know the dinosaurs exist. Either that yeah, or what, they're
6: some what, weird What, fucking what color was it? Did Who gives it have a shit? feathers? <laughs> but I'm saying we will never know. But with with Michael Jackson, my opinion is that the dude was a freak. He was a freaky freak. I'm not saying that means he definitely diddled kids, but I'm just saying oh. he wasn't a normal dude.
0: Oh, no, no, no. We see he, You missed the show, E.T., because you were off doing E.T. things. And, buddy, we already addressed him being a freak. There's a reason why Dirty Diana came out. We were talking about how he used to give uh, Princess Diana rough anal sex and donkey puncher. So we've already discussed, you know, Michael Jackson being a fucking If there dirty.
6: was a shred of truth to that, I would love that story. I might even... Well, maybe, maybe if you listened to the show
0: earlier, or you were on, you would have heard it. We fucking bad. laid it like out.
6: A, like a, a cartoon depiction of, you know, Wacko Jacko banging Princess Di in her loose butthole. And Tommy, her- can you
0: help us with that? You've been doing animation. Can you maybe make that for us? <sighs>
6: Yeah, we're not her the, masters. The whack on the back of the head just at the right moment. That's <laughs> Some timing. The donkey
0: punch. Tommy, what do you think?
3: What about a cartoon?
0: Yeah, could you possibly do that? I mean, your I miser cartoons and fucking that was just great.
3: I know, I gotta get back into that shit, man, but I'm in school right now and I'm working. It'll happen eventually.
0: I mean, we're really looking forward to that. Just so you know. Well, but if that cartoon <laughs> could be made, that'd be that'd be pretty superior.
3: Well, I want to do one of Downsy taking photo of naked kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah it's, it's like the most believable cartoon I think.
6: Wholesome made. It's just in, you know, for the whole family, right in time for the holidays. It's, it's,
0: it's, yeah. Daisy in the background, uncomfortably looking out of the hands
6: in his pocket. He hands deep in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, that Downsy fellow—he really is a, a a character, isn't he?
0: Well, I'll tell you what—that Downsy character—he's personally said that uh, Thomas Meadows isn't funny. And you know, coming from a guy who's a professional uh, political pundit, uh, he reads a lot of peer-reviewed material.
2: Uh-huh. I mean,
0: Thomas, what do you have to say about Downsy? Are you gonna are you gonna take it from him? Uh, him and uh, the uh, the lady there, uh, Jane Richmond. She thinks you're a fucking hooligan too.
3: When did Downsy even say this? It might it might have my uh you see the one thing actually like no bullshit here. I hate making fun of Downsy because it's kinda of like low-hanging fruit. And I really don't remember having that many run-ins with them at my GNR.
0: No, is it low hanging fruit because he's a low hanging fruit or is it actually the fruit's hanging low?
3: Uh probably both. Okay. Well the thing the one memory I do have of Downsy I made a thread one time about uh, if Sandy Hook was real or not. I'm not, I'm not going to get into that tonight, but uh, and like he got all offended by it. I'm like, why do you care? Yeah. Like why? I, I just don't understand. Like people getting offended. Well, by I mean,
6: it. you got to look at it from his perspective. I mean, that's a lot of business. You know, a lot of little kids he could have taken pictures of. It, so <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take it personally, of course. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like I, I don't remember I, I don't even know how i, I remember this to like those to this day but like someone made a th- i made a comment about sandy hook in one thread and then i brought you know i was sp- like like hey here's a pretty good interesting thing we can talk about sandy hook if it's real or not and he got all offended and it's like why I mean, why would you get offended by that
6: the only um actual face-to-face confrontation i've had with him was also about a dead child. It was when Miser was dead, <laughs> and,
5: uh, <laughs> and he came on
6: our board and sent a personal message to me. I've never talked to a guy in my life. It's like you guys are scum. That's disgusting. What you're doing? It's like, first of all, we're not doing anything. This was not a you know, we didn't do this for shits and giggles. We <clears throat> legitimately thought our friend was dead. Yeah, and, and he comes over there and accuses us of, of. Making it up for traffic. What a, what a dick. And then
0: because we really give a shit about traffic at and R because we really yeah. like new posters. We don't know
6: because that's the, the kind of
0: community we are.
6: I've had plenty of other non-verbal run-ins where he just deletes my posts on on his on his site because it's his site. And he can just delete whatever I say. So,
0: Have you guys been reading the form lately? I mean, Ragnar's fucking killing me with his responses. Him and Gunnar's current feud right now about gypsies and frogs and fucking no, Ragnar I, telling people he's going to rape their mothers. It's been fucking pretty good.
6: It's I great. Just, my eyes glaze over. I just skip it because it's they just derail everything. It's just this back and forth. What a waste of time. Oh, I enjoy just, it. Ugh, they should just keep it confined to one thread because they ruin every thread with it. And you know, you know, anyone who insults you with, with an animal name, like you're a monkey, you're a chimp, you're a goat. It's not, you're not American. Okay. Americans don't talk like that. (laughs) That's actually pretty fucking valid. And you definitely come from some kind of backwater country where you think calling someone a goat or your mother is a, a donkey. I mean, if that's. That's, like, the worst thing you can say, then you know you're from, you know, a country that doesn't have plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> Son of goat. Mother drink donkey piss, you know? And it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe he went there. <laughs> That's... That's those two. That's
0: those two back and forth. I enjoy it. I mean, it's like chicken soup for the soul. I like that. I like when uh, fucking Bud Dwyer goes on there and he's all pissed off about something. I like when fucking uh, Arnold Lane's got to the point where he's just like, you know what? I'm going to become a full-blown alcoholic and fucking start to smoke a carton of cigarettes a day. I like that Brand keeps us updated with fucking how the world's going. Like, just like, here's the shitty news. Like, Brand's like fucking Walter Cronkite for us on the form.
6: Bran form- is amazing. I, don't, I mean... I do think he cherry picks it a lot for, <laughs> but I mean you have to basically because ninety nine percent of any news outlet is is left wing propaganda. So you, I appreciate that he's out there finding the alternative uh, takes on things, but but that's got to do a, a a number on his psyche because it's just so so
4: oh, I He he's just. Yeah
0: since the election because of all the fucking retarded news that he's had a look at and everything. I mean, the man lives with just the knowledge that we all don't want to know. And I give him credit for that. Another person who I love dearly, and I really hope to have on the fat cast soon. I fucking love sixes, but reading his post in the last three months, every time I'm reading his post, it sounds like fucking Artie Lang or fucking, you know, someone's just really going for it. Like I love sixes, but knowing the fact that he's not joking what he's posting, it's scary, entertaining, entertaining, And, you know, I don't even know how to describe it. Like when he's talking about like, oh, yeah, Uh, you know, so I just did a bunch of blow. It's like, oh, fuck.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we do. We have we have some, you know, I I lived a pretty sheltered life. You know, I never I was never around any hard drugs ever. And, uh, you know, when I was in a situation where I thought there would be, I got out because, you know, I was a good kid. And Nancy Reagan taught me to just say no, so we have some hardcore you know drug use like past and present on on our forum. I'm not saying that they're bad dudes
0: anymore. oh, we got people just... that fucking I love Randy Leahy, but Randy Leahy's been to the spirit world. Tommy, do you agree that we love Randy, but he's definitely talked to the spirits and the ghost
2: oh yeah,
6: definitely oh well, I if, mean he's if we're talking psychedelics, I don't consider those you know hard drugs. i would I would like my my retirement plan is to just go out in the desert and do just handfuls of ayahuasca
0: well well, what I'm curious right now is and I'm not accusing anyone of anything but JB I mean are we sure he's okay that he's not on some like fucking ultimate bender right now that's my concern with JB that he might be just fucking you know belushi it becoming John Belushi Jr. as we speak
6: to use the vernacular of obnoxious white women JB is living his best life right now you know He uh, apparently, unlike a lot of guys his age that get a divorce, he didn't go through the sad sack mopey phase. He just went out and started crushing pussy.
0: Yeah, but it's like nonstop pussy crushing and like trips. I mean, to my knowledge right now, I believe he's back home. But I know he's been on many trips lately where he's just going out, climbing these mountains, going out there, you know, partaking in stuff that's legal in the state that he's in and, uh, you know, banging Twenty-year-old woman. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. banging I mean, these girls that, that were born in the fucking nineties.
6: That sounds. I mean, that sounds better than than blow. I mean, that's that sounds amazing. Can you imagine?
0: Well, dude, he that's- he he he, t- he was saying the other day that he fucks these girls that were born the same time Melrose Place and uh, you know Beverly Hills 90210 came out. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, Yeah, their fucking moms were into the show. They were telling me when I was fucking banging them.
6: That's great. I mean, to me, that's the dream. If I wasn't such a fat piece of shit, that's what I'd be doing. That's the dream. You know, because, you know, he, he, I don't know how old he is. You think he's
0: like late 40s? Yeah, yeah, he's an old fucker too. I mean, he's old.
6: But he, but he's held up really well. He looks good. And that is, you know, who's,
0: you know, who's, you know, who's really taking care of themselves lately? Tommy Meadows. Tommy looks fucking great. He's been doing a lot of fucking, you can tell he's been doing some exercises. He's dropped all that fucking extra weight. Tommy, congratulations.
3: Yeah, yeah man. I, you drink look drink really... I quit drinking. Doing uh, the pills.
0: You look good. Like, what pills are you doing, Tommy?
3: Uh, I was on like an antidepressant for like a year. The military put me on it. Did it oh,
6: help?
3: Jeez. Fuck. I, I mean, it helps like the first month, man, and then like, it just makes you lazy and fat after a lot. Of...
6: Oh, okay. So you got off it, and then you kind of lost the weight. I was on it for
3: about a, yeah. I was on it for about a year, and then like. I got fat from that, and then like yeah, after I got out of the military, man, I couldn't. I ah, uh, they wouldn't give it to me. So well, what's I, I,
6: what's what's nice is that you're not fat because you are bald, and, and they yeah. very easily give you that Billy Corgan Uncle Fester look. Yeah. <laughs> if, if 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 you got jowls and you don't have jowls, so that's really good because you're well, you're a little younger, right? You're not you're not forty yet, right?
3: Not thirty yet.
6: Yeah, but you're you're holding up pretty well.
3: Uh, yeah. Have you? Well, have you when I got out of the military, I was, I, was, I was like, I think I was like 230. Now I'm down to like 190.
6: Damn, that's, a, oh man, if I was 190, I would be, if I was 190, I'd be 190, going out, yeah. I'd be banging chicks born in like the 2000s. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> Hey, calm down there, you fucking creep. Jesus. I'm just saying it would be possible, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be fast enough to catch him at the playground, you fucking weirdo.
3: And this isn't like a bash on Miser. Like Miser is like one of my all-time favorite posters. But I, I have no idea how that dude's like on pills for as long as he's been on pills. Because when I quit taking pills, I was like on like the smallest dose. And when I quit, like I literally could not stand up for two days. Well,
0: let me ask you this, Tommy. When you were uh, when you were taking your antidepressants, did you start looking at other people's hairlines and judging them? Did you did you start listening to the Rolling Stones and go, man? These guys really speak to me. Like, were there changes in your personality?
3: Uh, I I just went. I just like didn't give a shit, man. Like, I remember I was still in the military. Like, people would be screaming at me. I'm like, okay.
0: Is it true that you like to cosplay as Christopher from The Sopranos? Like, you like to dress up as Christopher and then uh, pay, uh, <laughs> pay pay prostitutes to uh, to uh, be to be the what to be the woman? Is that yeah. true?
6: Yeah, know. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Tom, um you're out in the Pacific Northwest now, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: You had any luck with the ladies out
3: there? Uh not, not since we we're just talking about that not since COVID, man.
6: Oh shit.
0: No question. You're in the Pacific Northwest. Are some of the women because I know there's you know they're very Antifa, very ultra liberal out there, super women's rights, all that other bullshit. Um now, being out there and being as cold as it is, do you see a lot of, like, you know, naked hippie women that look like Sasquatch where they're pussy hair and they're fucking, it's just their hair meets their pussy hair and they're just walking around smelling and stinking like a big fucking yes, ugly woman yes. version of Sasquatch? I before, yeah.
6: I just imagine those women, I, like the hair just goes from knee up to the belly button back down to the other <laughs> knee.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
6: Like, oh, that's bad.
0: It's, it looks yeah. like they. It looks like fucking the members of ZZ Top are like fucking standing on top of each other's shoulders.
3: Oof, oof. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's pretty bad out here, man. I mean, yeah, not- I imagine
6: the people. I didn't really care for the people. I've only been out there once for a few days, and I just I I see why people are so drawn to the area because you know the air is so clean. It's just really yeah. There's
3: mountains. There's, it, trees, it, there's water. It's, it's amazing.
6: Yeah, it has this great vibe, but I don't really care for the people that congregate
3: there. Yeah, well, what's bad about it is, like, everyone just keeps moving out here. Like, it's just overcrowded because all these people fucking, you either gotta be really rich to live out here, or you gotta be, like, on a fucking, like, welfare program.
0: Now, Tommy, do you have an extra room in your home right now? Do you have a little room? It can even be the size of a closet, but do you have something that's, you know, livable enough that maybe six feet, maybe by seven feet, you know, anything like that?
3: Mm, not right now. <laughs> well,
0: the reason I'm asking is, have you thought about adopting Miser? I mean, well, we got to get him out of the situation he's in right now in New York City. And, I mean, that'd be a great change for him. And you could, like, you know, take him on runs and fucking, you know.
6: I, I made the offer him. a few years back. I was in in my my weaker moments where I, I really genuinely felt bad for him and said, you know what, man, if you got on a plane and came to Japan, you could you could crash with me. And I, I'm rescinding that offer now. Uh, <laughs> just just to be clear, but at the time, I thought you know maybe that would do him some good. I mean, Tom, you've been out to Asia. You know it's a pussy paradise out here.
3: Dude, I love it out there. So good. you know.
1: Tommy bringing Miser out to, to live there and take him on a run and go for a hike. It kind of reminds me of when Duff's pancreas exploded and he had to change his
6: light. <laughs> right. He had to get out on a mountain bike every. But that's the thing. That's right. I bet. I mean, Duff, you know, say what you want about her, Jim, whatever. I mean, she's a, obviously a strong person. I just imagine Miser being like, Oh, there's too many bugs. What are we doing out here? I don't like it. Can we go home? Like within five <laughs> minutes, he would just bitch the whole time.
1: So no, okay, no. now, now I'm getting more of uh, more of uh, um, uh, John Voight and Dustin Hoffman on the back of the bus at the end of Midnight Cowboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You know how like once a year, Miser says that like he's came. You know, he's had like this like flash of light in his head that he's gonna change his life for the better. You know, he does that like once a year. And uh, I remember, like, I think it was a couple years ago, he said that he uh, he quit wearing jeans and he started just wearing, like, khakis and pants, you know, just regular pants, and how, like, that changed his life for the better. And he was going on about it for a good week.
1: Yeah. I, interesting, I uh, interesting uh, um, facet of uh, f- factor of his life to to switch, to just well, stop you, working. G and our liars,
6: you're, as yes. a Canadian, you're you're not allowed like by law you can't not wear jeans right i mean that's, that's it's it's one. part it's it's part
1: of our culture and it's part of the accepted attire at a uh, um black tie restaurant yeah were uh, you were you married in a canadian tuxedo uh, the better question <laughs> is the better question is et who wasn't <laughs>
6: do you, do you, you just – in the in the, the two weeks of summer that you get, do you go uh, do you go swimming in a cut-off jean fist?
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> not in best, but I go in the cut-off jean shorts, 100% is it, sure. sure. Is it
0: true that all waiting room music, all hospital music, and all music in general at any store in Canada is Rush? Like if you go to Walmart, you're going to hear Rush. If you're getting operated on, you're going to hear Rush. If you're in an elevator, you're
1: going to hear Rush. Or the guess who.
6: <laughs> well i don't know about canada but that's the rush thing is true in cleveland that's true oh cleveland rocks they said right so oh yeah they like their we're, rush
1: weren't we're we talking about jim, jim, jim what the fuck price is right host what's his name jerry Curry, yes yes we were gary cleveland rocks motherfuckers oh, yeah. so um yeah, eh? yeah i eh? did that for for a fact
0: Tommy, this is your State of the Union, buddy. Is there anything else you really wanted to get to tonight? Any other subjects that you wanted to let the people know that, hey, this is where Thomas Meadows stands. Fuck you.
3: Um, college is gay.
0: Well, why is it gay?
3: So I think like 98% of um, degrees are this joke degrees. You know, like teaching, uh, journalism. To me, I just kind of like view them as a joke degree.
6: All oh,
1: journalism is dead.
6: Yeah, yeah. it not? I can't even imagine what kind of experience you're having in a university setting in, um, in current year. Because I graduated in, in 2000, I just rolled my eyes at the, at the you know the knee deep bullshit. <laughs> I just can't imagine what it's like now. <clears throat>
0: Well, I don't I mean, imagine it's fun. I mean, I I never went to college because me no smart and me just a dumb work and call her mind. You you but uh, you
6: don't need to be smart. You're smarter than a lot of these people. These people, oh yeah definitely. Well, that's so,
0: nice. I mean, I, I know I'm hooked on phonics and I'm ready to read, but I mean that that's real yeah. sweet of you.
6: Reading has what, nothing to do with it. All it is is you go in there and you sit in a room, and the the professor, if they show up, usually they'll send a, a, a teaching assistant. <laughs> we'll will prattle on about stuff, and then you, you regurgitate what they tell you. They just want to hear what they they tell you. They don't want you to think.
3: No, yeah.
6: And
1: and what are you taking uh, in university, TM?
3: All right, now I'm doing uh, public admin, but I'm just doing that for the free money. Free money. Yeah, for uh, being a vet, I, I got that post nine eleven. So they like they pay me to go to school.
6: Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's cool.
3: Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You it for the money.
6: Cool. I, mean, I can't, uh, I can't even imagine what that's like, especially out there for some of the worst, uh, you know, left wing. Like, I went to a super liberal school in Ohio and, and I can't imagine what that's like on the, on the West no. Coast. Ugh.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I can't even imagine it, man. That's why I just, I do all the online shit, man. I can't even, there's no way I could sit in a classroom with like students. Yeah. Or the teachers are just as bad. I remember, uh, before I joined the military, man, I was in like film school and all they ever do is talk about how much they hated Bush at the time. I was like, I'm not paying for this shit, man. Yeah, I, I
6: remember, I remember hating Bush. I, I've never, you know, that's why you haven't my, had
1: it in six years yet, I've never hated Bush in my life. <laughs> I like it trimmed.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with like people hating the president, man. But like, I'm paying for these classes, and man, the teachers would just go on and on and on, and the I'm students. Gonna, have, sound president cool. Bush. Yeah. Yeah.
5: No, I hated Bush. I hated George Bush Jr. <laughs> Sorry, I am late And welcome to the Computer Miser Fatcast. (laughs) Heil Bezos, the only podcast hosted by AI. (laughs) I am your host, Computer Miser, with GNR Liars and E.T. in the co-host chairs. How you doing? Our guest is Thomas Meadows, Heil Bezos. On tonight's Fatcast, we will be discussing the supposed leaked lyrics to the general and also the Let's Go Brandon mania spreading throughout public (laughs) gatherings. Plus, the best and worst hairlines of rock stars from the 60s. What is that noise? You must hear it. System must restart. Internal error. Pinning cloud host backup. Accessing last save point. Kyle Bezos. Dot.
6: Well, shitballs. I think, I think Miser gave my phone a virus because my power is about to turn off. So. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to sneak out just like I snuck in. I'm sorry, guys. Ha, ha ha. ha. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. So. ha ha. ha, ha. Yeah. A- thanks a lot, computer miser. I know you infected my technology, you piece oh. of shit. So anyway, <laughs> hopefully I'll catch you guys uh, on the next Fiat cast. Check you later. Eat a dick. <laughs> I will. You know eat what? A dick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go eat a dick right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go eat a computer Dick, just for you, Computer Miser. Oh, gosh. Bye, guys. Yeah. Just Where, like that were...
4: <laughs> Computer Miser? <laughs> Bresky. Bresky is gone. Oh. oh.
3: Miser.
1: Like it's just me and you, TM and Computer Miser.
3: I gotta go though, man. It's like 9 o'clock. I am here.
1: Hello, Computer Miser. Looks like it's just
4: me and you.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. That is well, fine. Well, I,
1: I'd like to uh I'd like to thank Thomas Metal for coming on. Uh your State mm-hmm. of the Union was informative and um enjoyable. And um well, I I don't know what else to say. It put me in the the in the host chair here, and um, computer miser's here, and well, we're saying goodbye to Thomas. Thanks for coming, Thomas.
3: Yeah, man, anytime. Goodbye, computer miser.
4: <laughs> All right,
3: miser, are you gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Fucking wow. Nice. That was great.
3: Good time. Where where did Brasky go?
1: Oh, uh, he's still here, I think. I don't know. Hey, were you uh when you were in the military, um were you ever stationed in
3: Kandahar? Kandahar now. You're in bar- Kandahar now? No, no, I, I was I was never there. I was in Bagram.
1: Oh. There's uh stories of uh giants living in the hills of Kandahar and I was wondering mm. if you
3: ever saw one. No, nah, I never saw any never saw any giants.
1: Did you hear the story of the giant?
3: The Kandahar giant? No, nah, I never heard the I never heard that story. Mm.
5: Fucking Dago Wop Sand Nigger. Dot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I gotta gotta get going for real.
5: Hey Real Miser, how many missing tri-state prostitutes also known as dirty worthless whores (laughs) has your father made disappear into a shallow grave covered in semen and malt liquor? How many of those tramps last sight was that mustache and mullet? While disco blared throughout the car's trunk. (laughs) <laughs> the victim's families deserve closure. He must burn with his olive oil leaking skin in hell. <laughs> fucking Dago Wop Sand Nigger. Oh. Dot. Oh,
4: wow. Just vicious. Just fucking vicious.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, I gotta get going for real, man. All right, man. See ya.
4: <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take care, man.
3: Yeah. They, You're a computer miser.
4: Ha 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 ha. <laughs> well, it's just me left on the show. Bye, Tommy. He's gone. Bye, com- Tommy. Tommy's gone, computer miser. Oh, shit. I miss him. Where are my dogs at? And remember, folks.
7: Well, I was thumbing from Montgomery. I had my guitar on my back. When a stranger stopped beside me in an antique Cadillac. He was dressed like 1950, half drunk and hollow eyed. He said it's a long walk to Nashville. Would you like to ride? Well, I sat down in the front seat. He turned on the radio. And them sad old songs coming out of them speakers were solid contra gold. Then I noticed the stranger was ghost white pale when he asked me for a light. And I knew There was something strange about this ride He said, Drifter, can you make folks cry When you play and sing Have you paid your dues Can you moan the blues Can you bend them guitar strings He said, boy, can you make folks feel What you feel inside Cause if you're big star bound Let me warn you, it's a long hard ride Then he cried just south of Nashville. And he turned that car around. He said, This is where you get off, boy. Cause I'm going back to Alabama. As I stepped out of that Cadillac, I said, Mister, many thanks. He said, You don't have to call me Mister, Mister. The whole world called me Hank He said, Can you mourn the blues? Can you bend them guitar string? He said, "Boy, can you make folks hear what you feel inside?" But if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long hard ride. He said, "Drifter, can you make folks cry when you play and sing? Have you paid your dues? Can you mourn the blues? Can you bend them guitar strings?" He said, "Boy." to feel inside, but if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride, if you're big star bound, let me warn you, it's a long, hard ride.